Hey, Scott. Yes, Adam. Are we up for an Oscar for uh, sound mixing this year? Did you submit us to the Academy? Oh, fuck. Coming to you almost live from Planet Hollywood. This is The Unknown Studio. Scott, I'm Adam. And we are your award-winning, but not literally, hosts. Yeah, well, one day we'll win an award for most likely to consume copious amounts of cheese, I think. Would be, well, that's what I'm we're, for. We're already on our way. We are, yeah. Uh, it's this pile of baby bells that we have sitting in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> and that laughter you hear, ladies and gentlemen, are two distinguished individuals that we've invited on the show, one of whom you've heard from before, so I'll get to him later. But first, we have a sexy man who likes sexy movies and sex, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I do like sexy movies more than sex. All right. Well, this Ooh. is, I'm talking about Jordan from J and J. You like okay, movies, I, sexy that's, movies more than sex? No, 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 that's no, no. A lie. we have that recorded. So <laughs> I, would like, I would like that snippet sent. Okay. Email me that. Okay. We can, oh, we can do all kinds of blackmail. The other voice you just heard was uh, Mondo. In quotation marks. Quotations. Jay Runham. Yes. Who yes. is back on the show for a second time. Yeah. And the reason that we're having these two distinguished gentlemen on the show is because it's almost Academy Award time. And they are well-documented local film experts. Yeah. Like, I, I prefer to say critics. enthusiasts. Inth- okay, oh, very yeah. well. Enthusiasts. <laughs> you do Ex- appear enthused. Expert sounds way too professional. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that yeah. sounds... They have maybe gone to a film class a single singular film class. <laughs> and, and really, I most... skipped half of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. Did any of you guys, anyone else, take film classes in in uh, post secondary? I did. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kinda. what does that mean? <laughs> what does well, that mean? like film. Like I know know how to use a camera and film oh. and, and motion graphics <laughs> and stuff like that. But, but not film studies. The, no, not film. I oh. actually not did take film no. studies. Yeah, but so did only I. one, I guess. Uh, course of it does that mean you're a movie maker or are we talking about film studies we uh i i may i've made movies Ooh. but yeah. i've never what? took in a film studies class he's never ah. studied movies no yes well in fact you do study movies that's the basis of the j and j podcast yeah, totally. yes yeah, yeah. yes it is kind of criticize kind of Kind of criticize. We mostly talk about our opinions. It's, 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 they, it's, they basically it's a, bicker a lot. <laughs> yes. We bicker a lot and we like to gush. It's yes. a nerdy slap fight. It, yeah, very much <laughs> I like so. it. J and J, nerdy we, slap We fight. do edit out the slaps, though. That's going to be the... <laughs> <laughs> it can, it, they can get, it can get long. Yes, that yeah. slapping noise you hear is a slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the console wet? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Nice. You don't have a console. Who, who are we kidding? Uh, but you guys were kind enough to have us on your show. Was it just, it was around Christmas. Was it just before? I think it was New Year's. It was, was New it? Year's. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's right. Uh, and we discussed our personal best movies, our top fives of 2011. Yes. yes. That's, that's right. true. Yes. And so, some of those films, if I'm not mistaken, are currently up for Academy Awards. And I'm fairly confident none of them are the Transformers sequel. That's true. <laughs> Although Transformers was nominated in the categories that all special effects films get yes. nominated, yep. 
which is special effects uh, and, and sound editing and all that stuff. Yeah, and one of mine, Rango, has made it into the animated. That's which right. Which is awesome. Yeah, no, and I think most of us thought the Muppets movie was pretty good, and it's up for a song at the very least. That's right. Yeah, and one uh, out of two. Yeah. One out of two songs. So there's a 50% chance they'll win an Oscar. Yeah, there totally. <laughs> um, so when we actually recorded with you guys, uh, the the depth of uh, of movie watching for that year it was pretty shallow. Let's just say, I think I think all the movies that I saw were superhero movies. You guys you guys watch way more movies than we do. We we are averaging we, about one a week at least. Yeah, when I, I sometimes do more than that. Some yeah, two or three on occasion. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting pretty crazy, especially with the podcast now. We're we're doing just about once a week now. So yeah, pretty, see pretty something close. Every weekend. So when you're doing that, are you sitting down together and and watching a movie like holding hands? Uh, well, most of the time when we do, <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't really react to that. You're just like, yeah. Well, well why not? You, how you guys don't? <laughs> I don't know about how you guys express your man love for each other, but me and Jay hold hands constantly. <laughs> In weird. fact, we're holding hands right now. It was yeah. weird. It was awkward when they came both through hands. the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so once a week you get together and you uh, and how do you pick a movie? Is it like what do you do? We just go for what we're what we like, what we're interested in. Yeah, so, we usually one of us kind of lobbies. Like, I mean, we don't want to talk about something that we're not interested in. So yeah. we we go we gen- generally go see something that we would like to see on a normal basis, or at least one of us really really wants to go see yeah. it, and the other gets dragged along. That's yeah, right. Usually, and, and that that person gets food purchased for them. <laughs> yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming, idea. man. I really like, really appreciate. Here's some yogan fruit. I know you. Yeah, I know you didn't As really. I want to see Jane Eyre, but <laughs> the <laughs> one that I like this. to bring up a lot is the Tree of Life. Is that right? Which uh, is also which is up for Best Picture among others. Yes, yes. Uh, and I loved it, and I dro- dragged Jordan. I told Jordan we got to go see this movie. I can't wait to go see this movie. I want it, and it, I believe it was in my top five of 2011 as well. It, it might was. have been. It was. It was. Yeah. And uh, I was pulling my hair out because <laughs> and, uh, I did not like that movie. Uh, what was uh, that? Was a Brad Pitt movie, was yes, it not? Yes. Yeah. Now Brad what was, Sean was also that's right. That's right. Yeah. What was so bad about it? I, if you like watching a moving picture that has Brad Pitt in it, Brad Pitt in it, it's a good movie to watch. And normally <laughs> I like Brad Pitt movies. Okay. But this one's too like artsy for me. I'm not like one of those. You know, I don't. What, what one of those? I don't. Ones, <laughs> I'm not like Jay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I need more than a pretty picture to interest me. <laughs> some of you, some of you will also note that Jay is fond of comic books. It's true. I'm a uh, so, comic book. so he's very, he's a visual guy. We, yeah, we <laughs> he's a very visual yeah, guy. Yeah, we figured out the other night. Jordan's very book heavy. Likes to read a lot of books. I like to read a lot of comic books. He's more narrative driven, and I'm more. Yeah, a little more visual, but, but Tree of Life, presumably. I haven't seen it, by the mm. way. And and before I do progress, um, I know that we've variously seen some of these movies. Mm. Uh, to Jay Bardilla at Happy Harbor Comics, who on Twitter, when he was listening <laughs> to our Oscar episode from last year, said this would be way better if these guys had actually watched the movie. <laughs> um, I made a concerted effort to try and get through at least all the ones nominated for Best Picture. Mm. And failed to watch three out of the nine. I got all ten. You I did. Like first time ever in my life. The grand slam. Yeah, but yeah. going for it. Presumably, Tree of Life has a narrative. It, it nah. does have. Have oh. it's kind of a very abstract narrative, but yeah, it's, it's not. not a, it's not a clear narrative, and that's why I didn't like it. Yeah, pretty for the most part. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, totally. Now, it, did you? 
Did you see all nine of the best? I, I did not see all nine. Yeah. I've, I'm missing. Is there's it, ten of them yet. Um, on my list, there's only nine. Uh, Your list is too. wrong. Yeah. My list was printed from the Academy Awards website. Then the Academy Awards are wrong. I thought that was weird too because usually it used to yeah. be five. That's per category. the the artist uh, descendants. Oh, you've got it here. He's got his handy Oscar app let's, ready to go. Let's make sure. Tonight. Let's oh, make yeah. sure that this co- uh, let's corroborate the list. The artists, uh, the descendants, extremely loud and incredibly close. The help, Hugo. Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and War Horse. That's ten. What am I not seeing? Right? I know how to count. Right? One, two. No, no, no. There are... Okay, this is <laughs> there, there, there are nine dots. There's nine. There's, there's nine. only nine. That's weird. Oh, last I don't year know how to count ten. ten. Yeah, no, there's only nine oh, on, yeah, on this I, list. And, oh, and apparently I can't count. So you must have seen an extra movie that you just <laughs> thought was good like, enough yeah, to get a nomination. Okay, so... I saw Drive. There you go. Oh, and so you're thinking that should be on the no. list. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. That was going to be my next question because I find it interesting. Um, there, are, there are a couple of weird things about, about the best picture list, one of which is that extremely loud and incredibly close, uh, none of its actors aside from Max von Sydow were nominated for anything, and he was just best supporting. Well, and Tom Hanks was barely in the movie. That's so. Very true, but the kid? Um, yeah, it was... I don't know if it was an Oscar-worthy performance, but he did phenomenally well. Yeah, he was well. good. He was very good in that movie. Yeah. I, I actually, of the of the seven, no, what's nine minus three? Six that I've seen <laughs> that are on that list. I do believe that that is my favorite one that I've seen. Don't know that it'll win. No. Interesting, interesting. I find it interesting um, in the best picture category uh, that really I would say Moneyball and The Help are the only two really big movies on the list. Like, like really big money-making movies on the list. The Academy really went for, I don't want to say art house movies this year, but a lot of... um, A lot of smaller. A lot of of more obscure stuff. And I find that that to be an interesting choice. Do you think it is a, a sign of a shifting trend in Hollywood or just an outlier for this year? Anyone? I think that there's a there's a lot less uh, Oscar, I guess, a lot a lot less movies, big money making movies that would would you would consider for the Oscars yeah. this year than in most years. So much like Adam <coughs> said a moment ago, there was almost a little bit of a lack of depth yeah. in the movie pool over the yes. last year. I think yeah. 2011 was a kind of, a, and I believe we said it on the top five too. It's kind of a weak year. It wasn't amazing. There was a ton of sequels. Yeah. There was a, and sequels never get nominated for Or rarely, certainly. Well, Especially yeah. not for a yeah, best yeah, picture. Unless yeah. it's for sound editing, sound mixing, <laughs> or visual effects. <laughs> yeah. But so not only, not only do we have a couple of unknowns, um, I think it's kind of weird that... I, th- I always find it strange when an, an actor is nominated for best lead actor, mm. but the film isn't nominated for best picture. I agree. Yeah, it's kind of weird. To me, that means... Certainly for Best Picture, no fucking way. If no one has, if no one's nominated in anything else, there's no way that film is winning. It was something the Academy put on the li- the list, which is only nine, not ten. That yes. that yeah. has happened before, though. I'm fairly confident. Yeah, I was going to say that may, where, that may be true. Yeah, where uh, a film that didn't win a single other Oscar that it was nominated for did win Best Picture, well, and, and I'm fairly confident Best Director they tend yeah, to go back usually hand they in go hand. hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so what do you what do you think's happening this year? I don't know. It's a, it's a, we, like I said, it's a weak year. It's a weird year. There's so many random 
picks like Jonah Hill in the supporting actors. That's kind of a weird pick. Jonah Hill, hold on. Jonah Hill was. He's Jonah Hill's nominated. Yeah. Nominated for, as a supporting for, for Moneyball. Moneyball. Yeah. Yeah. I did not think that that was reasonable. Reasonable. <laughs> or yeah. allowed. In fact, I don't think Moneyball should even be on the list. But that's oh, on the best picture. At all? I, not at oh, all. Really? No. I. I. It's a good movie. I just don't think it's that. Yeah, because I remember you. Good. I remember you liking it a lot. I. I mm. didn't particularly enjoy the um, the film, but, but, yeah, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think it should have been Oscar nominated. No. You know the thing. The thing about Moneyball, uh, that, that I, I think I got something different out of it that everyone else got. Mm. To me, it was a film about a dad. Like that. There, there's a. And by the way, That's for anyone who's just who's just tuning in, uh, spoiler alert: we're going to be giving away a lot of stuff about the movies that are on the Oscars this year. Mm. So uh, if that's not your bag, just put press mute, but let the rest of the podcast play. <laughs> just so that we could say you actually listen to us. <laughs> yeah, or attempt just to the hit cam. Or, or <laughs> pause it, go watch the movie, yeah, and then come, come back, back and listen yeah. to the comments. Uh, and before, before we go on to talking about Moneyball, uh, I just have to say I'm supremely irritated that every movie nominated for Best Picture this year at least two hours long. Oh yeah, yeah, they're all long. I can't really sit long. except for the artist, but it's a silent film. Even, it couldn't be that long. It felt so long though. I remember sitting through it and just being like, "Oh wow, okay, let's go to the next scene." It was good, but it it was because because of, of the lack of talking and it was a long. silent film done by an industry that doesn't know how to do silent film anymore. Yeah, totally. I, I agree completely. And do you, but do you think that's why they nominated it because it's so out there? Compared to the, all, all the rest of the films that came out last year, or is it actually a good film to watch? Because I that one is the one on the list that one of the li- ones on the list I actually haven't seen yet. Okay, now I believe that the artist was nominated for best picture for two reasons, two and a half. Half is that in fact it is quite a good film. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting take, uh, and it, and it paid. Uh, it was an homage to that that time in cinema. The two reasons it was nominated. Uh, because of that reason, and yeah. I, so I said it was good. It was an homage, and Hollywood loves to like do the the mutual masturbation thing yeah, when yeah. The they do film, like to pat themselves on the back. The yeah. film was about Hollywood, in a way. It was really about talkies coming into their own, and and this particular character, George Valentin, mm-hmm. having to figure out what the fuck he was going to do next. Having said that, I think it is a film that movie buffs, people who who. Uh, can be pretty critical about them, and I would suggest yeah. that everyone in this room is like that. I think it's something you should see. I really do. I, well, yeah. I, I do have plans on seeing it. I just, as far as, I just haven't seen it yet. Of course. Yes. Yes. And you still have a week to catch up. I yeah, do, totally. yes. As of uh, us recording. And That's all, right. of, all the movies, the, the couple movies I haven't seen are playing in Edmonton right now. For the, Yeah, for the most part. It's extremely loud and curly. Ah, sorry, anyways, that doesn't matter. Well, whatever, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, no, I, I think the artist was good, but I, I agree, Jordan, um, even though you haven't seen it. I, <laughs> I don't know in a better year if it would even be a contender. Well, and it's the heavy favorite, isn't it? Is I, it? I believe so, isn't well, it? Well, because it won um, the Golden Globe. The Golden Globe. It? It, did, it did win the Golden Globe, right? Yeah, I think, I think I so, pretty sure. Pretty sure, 100%. and it's interesting that the to me anyway, aside from like John Goodman, who was a supporting actor in the film, mm-hmm. I don't know who. What's the name of the uh, the the dude? Uh, Jean Dujardin. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never heard of him before. Never seen him before in my life. Yeah. yeah. Now, and same with the the supporting actress. Never seen her before in my life. Either. Okay. Yeah. Same. That's right. 
Now, um, that's another weird thing about the movie too. Is she is obvious in my mind. She is obviously the lead, lead uh, actress in the movie. Obviously, she's the love interest. She's, and but uh, she's nominated for supporting, which is but is, is her character a supporting character yeah, or a lead character? I don't character? think so. I feel like she's a lead character. I, I don't but. know, man. I mean, I think it. I think you. The line is blurred. It could be co-lead. Yeah. I think but they, the the movie was really about Jean Dujardin's yeah, character. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, interesting that uh, I think anyway because Meryl Streep is such a, a force uh, that the Iron Lady was not nominated for Best Picture. But she was. But, but she was nominated yeah. for Best Actress. Well, of mm-hmm. course, because she's gonna win. You think so? <laughs> yes. Really? There's I no I way. hope she doesn't win There's because no a lot of the characters she, she plays are those. They're all the same character, like not the same character, but they're all. That strong I- female iconic, type, yeah, iconic women. Exactly, they're all that. All the all the women she wins awards for. It's she's, all those movies. She's gonna take it away. Uh, for the record, the artist did win best motion picture, comedy, or musical at the Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for drama, best motion picture went to The Descendants. Yeah, yes. I thought so. Yeah. Did you see that movie? I did see. I, I saw all nine. All okay. oh, right, sorry. Nine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, and and so I know I, I know that Scott has not had the opportunity to see a ton of them. Uh, unfortunately, my movie-going schedule has been very limited in the past few months. So. Scott ha- has been sick for at least a year. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like that. It does seem point. that way. Um, and, of course, he works a tremendous amount of times that are strange. I'm just happy that I got to uh, listen to his voice in the Sexy Time episode. There you go. <laughs> it was, like, it was like kind of like a phone sex ad. It was. <laughs> where we weren't actually selling anything. Uh, I almost phoned But in. people still called in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> strange. We I didn't want... even give a phone number. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's unlisted. Um, the Descendants, uh, um, I, I watched that yesterday with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. who halfway through got up because she was bored. It slow, is. Slow-paced slow movie. Yep. I love films like that, though. Like, I, I'm nuts for them. The I, other thing that I, I like to... I go either way. It, it depends so. on the yeah, content. Yeah, totally. The other thing that I really liked about The Descendants was that it felt like a Wes Anderson movie that Wes Anderson didn't direct. It had moments of just weird dialogue... Or situations where you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. this movie is is sad, but not in a Wes Anderson like h- hilarious sad kind of way. Yeah. And these these weird situations just kept coming out of nowhere. Love Clooney though. Clooney's, I I don't know if he'll win, but he he's a force in that movie. He's yeah. Really really good in Descendants. If you're a fan of his acting, I highly suggest you watch that movie. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if it'll win and. And I, yeah, like you said, it's really long. It's really, I kind of got bored a little bit. And but the the subject matter was enough to keep me not entertained, but keep my interest. Engaged. Yeah, engaged. Yeah. That's a good word. For it was kind of like a like a river that's got many different twists and turns mm-hmm. in it. It never, it didn't stay on a straight path. There were a few different shifts back and forth. And um, I think the Wes Anderson description is a good description. I, and I don't like Wes Anderson, so no, you so, don't. But but uh, but. But See, yeah, it's and a this good is something I don't understand. Agreed. But, yeah. I'm totally with yeah. you, Jordan. I, I don't get. I, the only Wes Anderson movie I really enjoy is uh, what's the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I but that's Clooney. See, and so. I didn't enjoy <laughs> that. I don't know. I, I, think that, I think that might just be Roald Dahl. Actually. Oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really. Sh- I don't think the Descendants will win. But to, to tell you the truth, I don't believe. Uh, and probably I don't know if this would be corrected if I'd seen all nine. I don't think I could pick. I have no idea which one of these films is going to win. Yeah, it's tough. It's a tough. Uh, it's well, a tough pool, and not because they're also amazing and so strong and great movies. Mostly for me, because they're all kind of 
have their strong points and have their weak points. They're kind of eh, most of them. So, um, I my pick is uh, Hugo, and I didn't overly enjoy that movie, but I think it's the one that's going to win. Is that right? Yeah, it was an interesting film. Uh, I I think Sasha Baron Cohen was fucking amazing. In yeah, that. he was yeah. he was hilarious. Uh, not nominated, but n- neither were any of the uh, principal cast. I don't believe. No, no, none of them. Uh, none of them come up anywhere else. I don't think. Yeah, that that would be the only thing it's been nominated for, except mm-hmm. for uh, a direction and a few others. But none of the actors. Yeah, so, I don't believe. So that's kind of. Do you guys feel like that's kind of a a bad bad omen on that on that movie? Like, does that give you more of a hint as to it's not going to win? Then you think, or do you think they could still pull it? Because I I think. A couple of years ago, when uh, the Hurt Locker was nominated, I don't think any of the actors got nominated. Well, maybe not. Jamie, Jeremy Renner might have got nominated. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't think remember. he did. I don't remember. Ex- but they, quite. yeah, she pulled off Best Director and and Best Movie. And so. upset Avatar to do it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, Avatar. I don't know if I'd say fair, upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar was uh, heavy, a little overblown. Yeah. And the he- but the heavy favorite. And it was definitely the heavy favorite. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I. I don't think I certainly don't think Avatar was Oscar worthy, but it was a notable film for a lot of different reasons. And right. you know what? I saw it in the theaters with the three D glasses and the and the IMAX. I think, and it was highly entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw yeah. it twice and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so the second time was just like I really need to make sure that yeah, I, hate I hate this film. It. Yeah. <laughs> really, why does everybody love this and yeah. I don't? Yeah, that's basically. Is it, that yeah. is that what it was for you? With that, I kind of think so. Yeah, I went first time. I went with my family, and the second time I went just my wife and I, just because she hadn't, didn't get a chance to go see it. Yeah. So it was like my family was all like, "Oh yeah, this is so awesome!" And I was like, "Are, are you guys? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Am I the only one? Fools! Yeah. Fools!" <laughs> and then yeah. There was a Best Actor nomination for Hurt Locker, but it went to Crazy Heart. That's or right. lost Crazy Heart. That's right. But it was Jeremy Renner. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we should probably make an ad for the show. Yeah, we probably should. Something that describes what it is we do. But what do we do? I'm glad you asked, Scott. The Unknown Studio takes interesting Edmontonians, sits them down and interviews them about their lives, their goals, and their achievements. And then we broadcast it to the internet. Well, how do we get that across to potential listeners? We could just record what we're saying right now. The Unknown Studio, coming to you almost live every two weeks on iTunes and theunknownstudio.ca. Uh, we should take a moment to thank our sponsor. Yes. Our one and only sponsor. That's right. Not because people hate us, but because people are busy. Yeah, and we're hard to get a hold of. It's <laughs> true. We don't make it easy. But you know who continues to get a hold of us? He calls us up daily and asks us you know, how we're doing, if, if we need them to bring anything from home, some leftovers or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That would be uh, Owen Briarly, the... Dumbledore-esque headmaster at Guru Digital Arts College. That is correct. And these guys are phenomenal. They are training the next generation of digital designers and artists and comic book artists and app designers and all that awesome stuff that everybody in this room in particular cares about. Yeah, totally. Uh, If you're looking to get into a career in digital media, there is no better place to go in the city of Edmonton or its immediate outskirts 
I, I can't speak beyond that because I legitimately don't know. <laughs> then, don't want to insult anybody. Then Guru Digital Arts College. Yeah, and that's at gurudigitalarts.com. Here's a question that I have for you, um, and that is, is the Academy, are the Academy Awards um, important, relevant, reflective of quality? I, I think it's an interesting conversation. Uh, I don't think the average person gives a darn. <laughs> a damn what uh who wins to be honest with you you don't think they're rooting for anybody is that what i'm is that well what I'm i mean they they look at the winners the day after probably and then watch maybe, those movies maybe go and rent it at the video store exactly I, well i think and even the nominations because uh who are we talking to the other night um james leask we were talking to oh yeah Comic from uh, comics yeah. the blog yes yes, yes. outstanding was... blog by the way everybody you should read comics you the should blog. i agree entirely uh he was saying how uh, how he was going to see the artist. He had it. It was the day after the, they won the Golden Globe. It was the day, I guess, close to the nominations. And he was thinking, "Well, this is a black and white movie. It's been out for like three or four weeks. There's theater was nobody there. Yeah, nobody gonna be there. Theater was packed. They could barely get a seat. Really? Said. Yeah, like barely. And this is City Center Edmonton on a Sunday afternoon. He said or something like, like some weird time. And he was blown away. So I think they they definitely help the consumerism of it like help people get out to the theater and say well why was this one nominated like even if they don't agree so mm. go ahead i'm going to i'm going to uh, broaden your question a little bit maybe i, I accept that, that maybe the that. awards uh do mean something to the movie and mm -hmm. and i would argue i would agree with you entirely i think they do uh if i win best motion picture oscar people are going yeah. to take note of that mm -hmm. You'll get but more jobs. the the awards <laughs> ceremony itself do people care no no does anyone have any reckoning of what the what the ratings have been on the Academy not, Awards? Not flagging. Well. Yeah, I was going to say they're going down, slowly down. But don't worry, Billy Crystal is going to oh. change all of that. <laughs> Which I also wanted to ask about. Last year they decided to try something different. They went with, uh, I honestly don't remember. Anne Hathaway and Franco. and, and yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. James Franco stoned, stoned, stoned and stoner. Yeah, <laughs> stoned James Franco. They yeah. they went for a younger hosting pair to try to reach out mm -hmm. to uh, I guess new viewers, and it was a disaster. Totally, yeah, disaster. Totally um, yeah. Partly because the hosts, Sorry. well, one of the, one half of the hosting <laughs> duo really did not give. A crap. Yeah, and and made it very clear based on his performance. Though, mm -hmm. though to just because I like James Franco I, and I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, he did do some cool things with social media during the thing. Is that yes. right? He was posting videos at in the commercial breaks. He was posting little qu quick interviews, pictures from behind the stage. He was doing cool things that way, but he was stoned as hell. So yeah. is, <laughs> like, is that true? Have we confirmed that James oh, yeah. Frank? He looked so <laughs> <Yeah>. hot. <laughs> but but uh, in the interest of not slandering him, he may not have been. Yeah. Uh, and I <laughs> will. I like will actually defend Anne Hathaway. She clearly mm -hmm. was trying to enjoy yeah. herself and was trying to put on a good show. And uh, if she had been as laconic as James Franco had been. They would not have made it through the. They they would have been a big hook would have <laughs> yeah. come from off stage and pulled them off, the and then and then someone else would have popped on wearing James Franco's ill-fitting tuxedo <laughs> and carried on the show. Um, that would have been awesome. But uh, after that disaster, they decide to go back to tired, staid, 
Old Faithful. Old Faithful <laughs> with <laughs> Billy Crystal. What are your thoughts that, on that? Is that them just giving up? Is that their oh, that white flag of surrender? That wasn't the original plan either. No. The no, re- they had originally planned Eddie Murphy. And Brett Ratner. Yeah. And then that fell apart. Because of Brett Ratner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, out of the loop. Brett Ratner was originally supposed to direct the Oscar uh, like telecast. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy was going to host. Brett Ratner went on... Which was considered a bit of a coup, might I add. Yeah, totally. Because uh, Eddie Murphy has never done it. He's considered still to be a fairly big name, despite the fact that he's been reclusive for the past few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because of his reclusiveness over the past few years, him coming out to do the Oscars was considered to be actually quite notable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Uh, but then Brett Ratner went on the Howard... Ron, no, what is Howard Stern? Howard Stern show. Yeah, I was the, Ron say the Ron Howard, Howard show. show. <laughs> I was like, I, I think Ron Howard should have a radio. That'd be <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. It would just oh, sound yeah. like someone narrating it the lives be... of Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm okay totally. with that. And I can't remember exactly what he said. He said something rather derogatory towards some minority or some group of some kind. Wait a minute, he was going to direct Eddie Murphy and he made fun of black people? Uh, no, gays, no. I think, I believe. Oh, yeah, really? he made a comment about gays. Yes, what an I idiot. Believe. Yeah, total idiot. What and so the Oscars said, uh, thanks, but actually no thanks. And then Eddie Murphy said, well, if Ratner's, well, f- allegedly, I believe, Murph, Eddie Murphy said, if Ratner's not doing it. They were, they were eager to work together. I mm-hmm. believe so. I, I believe that's the, the story. I don't, don't quote me. They had just worked together on um, that Tower, Tower House Heist. movie. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, but Billy Crystal. Billy Billy, Cri- I like Billy Crystal. So do I. Yeah, Whenever yeah. I've seen him host the Oscars, they've always been at least... I mean, it's a stage show. It's yeah. it's vastly different. It's from like watching Jay Leno as opposed to Conan O'Brien. Uh, yeah. You know, I think that's probably right. I mean, it's Wait, it's entertaining. Crystal's Leno or Crystal's O'Brien? I'm, uh, Crystal Crystal's would be Leno, Leno. in this oh, case. Okay. He's entertaining, uh, but entertaining who cares? <laughs> as, opposed <laughs> to, as opposed to, like, exciting and fresh? In, oh, okay. in Scott's uh, uh, analogy, uh, Conan O'Brien is Conan O'Brien. <laughs> who should who should actually host the Oscars? That would be awesome. That would be, that awesome. would be pretty amazing. He and John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. Stewart, Stewart did, did. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and bombed. He <gasps> did not do well, terribly well. Bombed for the audience, not for people at home and probably. Uh, actually, them, as I understand it, that was the case. The live audience wasn't really warm to him, but the yeah. TV audience actually did quite enjoy yeah. themselves. That's that seems really strange to me. Is it? I wonder if it's because people in Hollywood are afraid of what Stewart might bring upon them, like. Like for for all of their vaunted liberalism, Hollywood's a very conservative culture. Yeah, totally. And John Stewart is the kind of person who likes to rock the boat, and he's not afraid to throw darts at everybody, whether they be on the left or the right politically. I think that's why he gets along with Gervais so well. That could Ricky be. Because uh, he's who, similar. Yeah, who totally. uh, did the Golden Globes again this year? Yep. And, uh, and in spite and the fact the Golden Globes swore he would never do it again, <laughs> yeah, they, every that. year they're like he will I never ever host our award show again the man is a maniac and then the next year they're like so uh ricky gervais would you mind <laughs> would you mind hosting our show again and he's like really yeah okay <laughs> we've, no problem at all. we've been through the list and literally no one else is available literally <laughs> well it's the hollywood foreign press association so it's quite possible literally no one else wanted to that could be because yeah. they're an organization that is not well respected in hollywood now why is that exactly do you know uh i'm 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 kind of aware um I haven't done all of my homework on it, but as I understand it, there's a perception in Hollywood that the Foreign Press Association essentially is there to hang out with celebrities and pat themselves on the back for being able to hang out with celebrities. They don't really Mm -hmm. do much to promote movies overseas. They mostly just party 
try try to set up parties and meet and greets and whatnot. And so they're not really helping. And then they hold an award show so that they can hang out with all the celebrities every year. And a lot of the celebrities are kind of aware of that. And that's why there's often a lot of no-shows at the Golden Globes or people who will go up and their speech will slam the Hollywood Foreign Press Association <laughs> because they don't care and they don't like the organization. And who really wants to go to an event that you have no stake in yeah. uh, and be basically verbally abused by a British comedian? I, I think I just answered Clooney, my yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, but Clooney's the kind of person who actually enjoys a good roast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that right. he'd go yeah. with the expectation he's going to get dumped on and have a good laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And, and get drunk for free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with Stacey Keebler. That's yes. why, uh, that's yes. why I went. smoking hot Stacey Keebler. Yeah. Now, uh, are you guys going to be watching the Oscars on Oscar night? Is this a tradition for J&J? I don't know. Well, we we didn't watch last year. We never, we didn't watch I, it together last year. No. I almost always watch. I, I think you guys should it. live podcast. We were the thinking Oscars. about it actually, or live like Google, whatever. Like a Google, hangout. You could do hangout. a Google Hangout, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. We we were thinking about it, but I, we're not very technically savvy. So all I, I think all you need for that is a a laptop with a camera. Yes, that's way too hard. Sorry, that's, <laughs> you're kidding me. That's like, like rocket science. Yeah. You mean we need that and an internet connection? <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I left that out. <laughs> Are you kidding? Never mind. Yeah, guys. maybe. Just forget about it. We're, <laughs> we're definitely watching it together this year, though. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, we are. Right? I believe that is the plan. I have <laughs> it. I have other plans. I have it written on my calendar. Yes. Um, you could, uh, if you aren't into doing the Google Hangout, you could do a cover it live live blog. Have you ever seen one oh, of yeah, those? Yeah, the, totally. the journal does them for events mm-hmm. sometimes, but yeah. but uh, or just live tweeted or, or that. Yeah, either yeah, way. No, we've totally been. Uh, we got a nice. There's a nice theater style room at my apartment complex that we've rented out with a nice giant TV and the theater style seating. And Are you shitting me? No, you want to come? Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome to. You're welcome to. I, uh, too, yeah. I'll be coming back from Calgary that evening, so I don't oh. think I can make it, but uh, I would. I totally uh, would. No, there's, it's super fun. I have yeah. a regular Oscar party that I will be attending. <laughs> nice. There you go. Very nice. And, yeah. uh, and do you guys place bets or anything like that? Uh, there's no money on the line. There's certainly bragging rights. Yeah. Uh, we usually go through, make our picks. The person who got the most Oscars right gets to lord it over everybody for a year yeah, until the next go. Oscars rolls around. That's, that's me, too. I used to blog. You can probably go back to 2009, maybe even 2010. I used to go back and blog. Which which ones I wanted, then I could on Twitter be like, "Hey, look at me! I did it right." So but, you you didn't make multiple blogs and then just post the right one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, the previous three were deleted uh, <laughs> yeah. as soon as I found out the results. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and I've I, we I've watched the Oscars with you before as well. Yes. But usually, what I do is something else. <laughs> Not involving the Oscars. We don't we don't have cable at home, so we enjoy the spectacle. Like it, we yeah. tune in, we tune in almost. It's like a lot of people watch the Super Bowl not for the football. Totally. Yeah. They watch yeah. it for, for the commercials. They watch it for the commercials <laughs> and for the pageantry and for mm-hmm. the halftime yeah. show because it's a spectacle. It's not just about the football. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the same with me and the Oscars. I mean, I actually do give kind of a little bit of uh, of uh, a crap for the uh, for the actual awards themselves, mm. uh, and I am interested in seeing who wins. But at the same time, there's all the other stuff. There's the 
two-hour buildup on the red carpet, and then there's all the yeah. interviews, and then there's the all the other stuff in the ceremony, like here's our tribute to women in tuxedos in the movies, <laughs> and the in memoriam, and, uh, yeah. and everything that goes into it. And it's all very strangely enjoyable for me. Well, I mean, I, th- I think you you feel like you're you know a little bit at least about some of these actors based on the work that they've done, and if you're a particular fan of a film, maybe you're there rooting for it. But I think most people, it's almost like a reality show. They want to be entertained. They want to yeah. see who's that, fucking who. That's the hard part for me. You were saying how uh, most people have a, a movie to root for. Yeah, I that's the hard part about this year for me is I don't have a particular film that I'm like, oh please, I really want the artist to win or or whatever. And that's I, usually my case yeah. most years too. I have several picks who I'm really I want yeah, that totally. person or that movie to win and inevitably I'm crushingly disappointed when someone else wins. <laughs> well, but well, this year I'm not as I don't passionate you, you don't about care. It. Yeah. Well, and that was the couple years ago when the Hurt Locker was up against Avatar. It was the total David versus Goliath. I, I want Hurt Locker. Oh, and so I, bad. Yeah. I so yeah. wanted it. And then it did, and it was such a, I was the yeah. touchdown at the uh, Super Bowl moment. You and know? My, uh, my friend Devin, who runs the blog Scotch and Comics, or oh, yeah. the, the podcast spot, Scotch and Comics, great podcast, you should tune in. Um, he's one of the regular Oscar party people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can't recall the exact year, uh, maybe two or three years ago. He came into the Oscars making it pretty clear that he was just there to see the show. He didn't mm-hmm. really have any anything at stake. He he wasn't really <laughs> big into what was going on until Hillary Swank won the Oscar for Best Actress. <laughs> and he lost his goddamn mind. He was so angry. He was on his feet, screaming at the television that it was bullshit. Really? And it was, and it was at that moment that he realized maybe he actually did care that <laughs> But he was so angry. And yeah. I, I'm of the opinion that it could have been literally any other actress who won that year except Hillary Swank. And he would have been <laughs> totally cool. But because Hillary Swank won, he yeah. just, he could not handle it. He, per- he particularly did not enjoy her performance or, or uh, he just has he, a I hate on he, for Swank? No, I think he just legitimately didn't think she even deserved nomination that year. That was for right. Million Dollar Baby, right? Uh it she might have been, been million. She was uh, a long time ago. Boys don't cry or whatever. Yeah, but that was her was first a, Oscar. Yeah, so it must have been Million Dollar Baby. I, did, and I, don't I think, think it was. He clearly didn't think she deserved to win. For that. <laughs> yeah. And actually, in retrospect, I remember being put off by her acceptance speech because it was this big. Oh, this is you know the culmination of my life's dream, and it was it was a very it was like she had won her first Oscar. The way that she worded her speech, yeah. and it was like you've second. you've won a Best Actress Oscar before. <laughs> you greedy, greedy, you've bitch. had your dream. You don't need to. What are you doing? Uh, it this was is, this is like a reoccurring dream. It was. <laughs> it's it a just, Groundhog Day. I, I, I don't want to say it was. It sounded insincere. It just. It was. It just. It, yeah. it made no sense. It was just would the you, strangest. Would it speech. be more preferable for her to go up and say thank you, and then just walk off the stage? You know what I. I would like to see someone do that in the mirror. <laughs> Just walk up and be like, thank you, and leave. That's the Golden Globe speech. That's yeah. what that is. But I see, I Thanks, feel like, I, guess. I, I, I mean, obviously there there are the acceptance speeches that go on for eons and, and people start to play them off stage and stuff like that. Because they're thanking their lawyer and their real estate agent and their dog sitter. And, and nobody likes that. But I don't think that, uh, certainly personally, I would be satisfied with someone just being like, thank you. 
<laughs> you know what? There but are. It, but if there was like somebody who won before, or, or who, who like it's their third Oscar, they can just be like, "Thanks for another one," and be on their way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. Even if it was like their th- their third career Oscar, I would be disappointed. <laughs> if it was their third Oscar that night, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. Okay. Um, there are some Oscars, I think, where. Yeah, okay, have the time limit. Say you've got 30 seconds to give your speech and get off stage. There are some where I think you should be allowed more time. I think the best director, I think the best actor and best actress, and I think the best picture, those are the four cases where if you want to speak for a minute and a half, go. Yeah, and yeah. I will listen because well, yeah. this is your moment, and you deserve. Well, that's a to big get deal a little for, bit of. It's a big deal for those actors, right? exactly for sure. Yeah, like oh. best supporting. Yeah, okay, I'd love to win a best supporting actor Oscar, but I'm not the star of the show. No. The lead actor and the lead actress, that's yeah. their moment. And right? best picture, there's like usually there's like thirty or forty people that all come up on stage because there's so many people that are a part of making a picture, well, yeah. right? That given 30 seconds to 30 people, thanks, 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 yeah. thanks, thanks, thanks. Well, it's why most of the times they'll nominate someone to speak for them yeah, now. Guess, but yeah. nonetheless, like, and I'm not saying they should be allowed to go on for half hour. <laughs> but I'm saying a little bit more time. I'm give them a little bit more time. It, yeah. Give them it's, a time to thank the people that they want to thank. Yeah, it's it's respectful to the people who have won the big Oscars. See, I'm more interested in... Uh, and, and that's fair. Like, go up there and thank your wife and the director and your agent and whomever, I guess. But what I really want to hear is, you know, th- I, I'm honored to win this award because making this film, blah, 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 blah. Thank you, everyone who was involved and who has supported me and leave. I want to hear a story. I want them to tell a story about what it was like to work and on this film. And sometimes they do. Mm-hmm. And those are the best And those speeches. are the best speeches. Yeah, totally. Now, do we know uh, who's being honored for Lifetime Achievement this year? Do we ever know that in advance? I don't know. They nope. usually I have no idea. Uh, I will do some digging right now I'm, if you fill the air with some space. I'm going to speak now. And, uh, <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm wondering. I always find those interesting because they always do those speeches. They get a lot of time to speak. Oh, yeah, totally. yeah. Well, it's, always... it's a Lifetime Achievement. There was uh, a couple of years ago when Martin Scorsese won his Lifetime Achievement Award. Um. Someone, some idiot movie critic somewhere, uh, wrote uh, an article, and um, you'd you'd have to look this up on the internet because I I'm going completely off my memory here uh, about how oh you know it's a shame that Martin Scorsese over his entire storied career has to settle for a lifetime achievement Oscar he couldn't win settle. he couldn't win a, a best director award on his own and uh, it was Roger Ebert who wrote a scathing rebuke going, settle for a Lifetime Achievement Award? The That is the hardest Oscar to win. <laughs> yeah. They give a one yeah. a year, and it is to a person who they are celebrating their entire body of work. Yeah. The Steven Spielberg doesn't have a Lifetime Achievement Oscar. Okay. Like, that is a tremendous honor to settle for it. You're an idiot. <laughs> and, and rightly so. I think, yeah. uh, looking at the list here, I think the only one you actually settled for is film editing. <laughs> you know and, what? I'm, uh, I'm going to say that a film editor somewhere is shedding a tear. I, know, right now. I, I would like to apologize <laughs> to, I know a lot of uh, video editors anyway. No rules, no censors. It's Adam Rosenhart, Unleashed. 
little bit before Christmas, a local artist and a designer named Mike Kendrick created a poster titled Visit Edmonton, a spoof tourism poster. It includes a grainy Cold War era aesthetic with Edmonton's distinct skyline in the background and copy which refers to the city as Alberta's own frozen wasteland. Kendrick's poster lists several tongue-in-cheek features of the city, including NIMBY-driven urban development and baffling Soviet-era architecture. When I saw Mike had made this poster and was selling prints, I knew I wanted it on my wall. Not only is it funny, but it successfully picks at Edmonton's insecurities and, and has even rankled some of the members of the Connect to Edmonton forums and a few local bloggers. On the one hand, I could see why this would upset people. It's not really flattering. It's also not true, or at least it's filled with half-truths. Kendrick's poster includes the line, clinging to the spirit of the 1980s since 1989. And while I'm definitely one to admit Edmonton seemed to be moving in the direction of constant outward growth and a decaying mummy husk of a downtown, I haven't felt that way about the city for probably about 10 years. Kendrick's poster highlights a few things that are out of our control. The snow and cold we experience, while pretty mild this winter, hasn't been very kind to us over the years. Occasionally, the temperature dips below minus 30, and not just for a few days here and there, but for all of January. As Edmontonians, we're naturally defensive about the cold weather, probably because it stands in such stark contrast to the beautiful summers that we experience. I tend to see it as a trade-off. I accept the generally cold and snowy winters, for incredibly hot and wonderful summers. People who aren't from here, though, can't see that trade-off as a net benefit. And it's difficult to articulate to them our feelings when they tell us we live in a frozen wasteland, so our egos take a bit of a blow. The Visit Edmonton poster also mentions urban sprawl, as I said before, baffling Soviet-era architecture, and ineffective transit as other so-called features of the city. I find these particular digs to be funny for two reasons. One, between five and ten years ago, these statements were absolutely true. However, most recently, we've benefited from some pretty solid leadership at City Hall that has seen some positive movement away from these types of things. The City of Edmonton has been working on developing the LRT so it services all corners of the city, which is a slow and admittedly expensive process, but it's being worked on. We're not going to be able to spend a couple hundred million dollars and have the finest transit system in the country overnight, but over the next 10 to 20 years, that is absolutely going to change. Urban sprawl, unfortunately, continues. But at the same time, businesses and residents have started investing in mature neighborhoods. The recent announcement from Startup Edmonton, uh, a whiskey bar, and a coffee roaster opening up in the Mercer building later on this spring got a ton of attention in newspapers and on blogs. And residential developers continue to build condos downtown or retrofit old neighborhoods while still maintaining some of their original history, like in the Sylvan Croft development near North Glenora. And while we can't do very much about brutalist Soviet-era buildings like the Law Courts or the Humanities Building at the U of A, it's nice to see that builders aren't simply constructing cheap, crap architecture by default anymore. The Icon Towers on 104th Street were a step in the right direction, and the Alberta Gallery of Art is probably one of the most remarkable buildings in the city today. I'm also really looking forward to the opening of the Alberta Hotel across from the Shaw Conference Center. It's a boutique hotel that's being rebuilt right in the core. It used to, used to exist, and they, they took it down brick by brick. And they're not just building it using stucco and cheap building materials either. Kendrick's poster 
definitely struck a raw nerve for some people. It hit us where we were most insecure, but also where we recognize we need the most improvement. And we've already started down that road. Edmontonians shouldn't differ from other Canadians in our ability to laugh at ourselves. To do so means we are able to recognize some of our weaknesses and we know that we need to get to work on eliminating those or improving upon the positive things taking place in our city. Besides, your Edmonton is going to be slightly different than mine and that's okay. If we live in different parts of the city and use different services, we'll see a slightly different Edmonton. I can tell you that my Edmonton looks at Kendrick's poster and smiles, knowing that we've come a long way as a city and we're always getting better. And then we take that poster and we frame it and we hang it on our wall because we're in on the joke. Or maybe it's because, as the poster says, we have overinflated civic pride. This is the Unknown Studio. Are you looking for current, relevant, highly specialized digital media instruction? You need to seek out The Guru. Guru Digital Arts College offers intense six-month programs that simulate real-world projects. You'll work in small classes in a casual professional environment and meet industry pros who offer a mentor-style approach to learning. Some institutions make the same claim, but with Guru, you'll develop the confidence to get out and become a part of the digital media community. Come visit us anytime. Check out a class, talk with our instructors, and be part of the Guru experience. For more information, email info at gurudigitalarts.com or call 1-877-429-4878. Been, we've been yammering on uh, for a while now. I wonder if it's uh, instructive. It's certainly traditional to at least go through uh, the best picture, leading actor, actress, and directing and make some predictions. How do you guys feel about that? Sounds good. Because sure. we all know who's going to win the animated one, right? Not Kung, Rango. Kung Fu, oh, cool. Rango. Kung Fu Panda 2 is going to win. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with on the Kung Fu Panda 2. I loved too. Kung Fu Panda as well, but Rango is amazing. I loved Rango, and Kung Fu Panda would be the only other animated film that I've seen this year. But yeah, I didn't see Puss in Boots either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I <laughs> I don't am, know how they got I am nominated. offended that Tintin wasn't nominated that, for Best but Animated. That's a weird thing, yeah. That does seem really, really odd. Because it... Well, is it animated though, or is it because it, they did it all in suits, right? Like, it's well, all it was in motion, motion capture, capture. But I'm almost a hundred percent positive that other motion capture movies have been nominated. Yeah, in fact, Rango, Rango yeah. they did motion cap on uh, on Johnny Depp for sure. Kind of. It was it was a different sort of motion cap. Still though, I mean, yeah, at the totally. end of the day, what are they doing? They're taking those lines and painting within them with some kind of medium. Yeah. yeah. So they're just any, using different lines. But I mean, I would love for Rango to win because I thought it was a very. Uh, I thought it was a pretty unique film, but mm. Kung Fu Panda, the style it was done in mm-hmm. and the changing different kinds of animation. And the sequel. It's a sequel, so it's, it can't win. All right. All right. I just, that's my... I don't think Rango's going to win either. Uh, anyway, sorry. Let's get to the actual... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's let's start with uh, leading actress. Um, okay. Uh, nominated in this category uh, is uh, Glenn Close in Albert Knobs, Viola Davis in The Help, Rooney Mara in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Meryl Streep in The Iron Lady, and Michelle Williams in My Week with Marilyn. Now, I've only seen two of those films. I saw The Help, and I saw The Iron Lady, and I liked The Help Mm -hmm. until I started reading some of the criticisms on the web about it, (laughs) which were basically, uh, oh, great, a white lady comes to help a bunch of black people in the the 60s. So. 
um, even though the the story that um, got me really choked up and I, I was entertained at the time, I, I'm having trouble uh, um, reconciling the the film that and I watched with the criticism that I've read. I think that's I think that's a very bad way to look at it. Do you, do you disagree with the the critics? Well, or? I mean, well, I don't think that. Sure, it's a it's a white lady going to help a, a bunch of people, a bunch of black women in particular, tell their story. But I don't think that that should be a, that big of a detriment to the film. Sure. Right. I, I I don't think that hurts the story, at least in my opinion. Well, and it was right around this the uh, the civil rights movement in the '60s. In fact, in the film, there's a scene where they're sitting around the TV watching the news of the Jeff of uh, JFK's death. Mm. So I, I guess con- contextually, it's probably not far fetched. But I, I guess people nowadays look at that and think it's almost like revisionist history. They're they're looking at that and thinking like, it couldn't have possibly gone that way, and, and it's almost a yes yeah. a yeah. form of racism on but, its own. But I think that it, it would be more likely for that to happen. Or easier that would ha- it, it would it would be easier for that sort of thing to it's happen. It's absolutely plausible. Mm-hmm. It, it's plausible if if maybe a little unpalatable. But so th- that's that's how I feel about the help. Um, uh, if I had to pick one, I, I I don't feel like I can make an informed judgment on this because I haven't yeah. seen that's the girl I with the dragon tattoo in particular because I've heard great things about that's that. That's how part. I feel too. Yeah, um, she's she is very good in it. I wouldn't. You saw it. I did, yeah. See girl, see girl with the dragon tattoo. And uh, yeah, it's hard for me because I didn't. Well, I, it's hard for me. I was always comparing it to the Swedish films. Yeah, because exactly. I saw those ones first, obviously. And and uh, as another aside, did you feel that the Swedish films were better than the American one, or or just different? They are different. And, and but I was I was surprised how closely Hollywood uh, followed to the book. Usually, they're not like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was almost closer than the Swedish films did. So that really surprised me that, oh, okay. that they kept a lot of the stuff that I thought they would totally get rid of uh, for the Hollywood version of the film. Uh, I will make one prediction about this, about the the leading actress category. I don't believe Meryl Streep will win. Really? That's I, that's my pick. I, that's you totally think it'll be Meryl Streep? She's got it. I, I, she's the heavy, heavy, heavy favorite. And why else is she in this category? Like the like you said, the Iron Lady I, is not nominated for anything else. Like nothing. No I hope sound editing, she doesn't nothing. win because it's that. I, I she wins for the same character every time. Yeah, <laughs> and I just she's strong historical female. Strong historical female character every time. You know what though? Uh, the Iron Lady was. I thought it was a terrific film because mm. it wasn't. Do you disagree, Jay? No, I just haven't seen it. Okay. So. <laughs> the only one I saw was The Help, and so that's why it's really hard to pick. But so we might have to skip over this one, but mm-hmm. we'll get to that in a second. Uh, the Iron Lady was great because it wasn't to me. Very much of a of a biopic, yeah. In the uh, con- yeah, in the traditional sense of the word, this is about a woman trying to resolve her experiences in the past, uh, and particularly her relationship with with the British people and her husband, with the woman that she is now, and trying hmm. to move on from all that. I got a completely different layer out of that film, above over and above the the sort of uh, mm-hmm. biography of it. Huh. Now. Uh, does anyone in this room feel as though they can make an accurate pick on lead actress? Not, not really. No. But but Scott's going to take a look. <laughs> at Scott's going to go for it anyways. Uh, Viola Davis has uh, yeah. swept Globe. a number of awards and the Golden uh, Globe for yeah. the help. So. Yeah, that's that's where I was leaning to. All right. Yeah. So let's say that the unknown studio is predicting 
Viola Davis for the help. Sure. Why not? Okay, then let's talk about a leading actor. So in this category, we've got Damien Bashir in A Better Life, George Clooney in The Descendants, Jean Dujardin in The Artist, Gary Oldman in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, also not nominated for Best Picture, mm. yeah. and a good movie, <coughs> and Brad Pitt in Moneyball, which is not a movie about sports. Jordan uh, is giving us the thumbs down. Brad Pitt will not win in this no. category. Yeah, if I, I can predict one thing, Brad Pitt will not win. Yeah, not against Clooney. Not was. against Clooney. <laughs> so you guys think Clooney is No, the... I... Okay. My Actually, just because he's, again, because he's the heavy favorite, and because I saw the artist, Jean... Jean I'm going to butcher his Jean name. Dujardin. Yes. Which means Gene of the Garden. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, I think he'll take it away. He also took the Golden Globe, which was a, apparently a fairly big surprise. Is that right? Yeah, apparently. I I thought he was good. Uh, and he really, really, really carries the artist. Uh, Clooney, like I said, though, Clooney's a force. Uh, and plays plays a, uh, you know, a, a, a character that I, I just didn't feel Clooney to me. But exactly. It was, you yeah, know, yeah. like he was a dad, broken marriage. Ba- well, he didn't realize it. Uh, daughters who basically don't know him. He's a, he's a his mu- his wife did all the the child rearing. Yeah, so he's he was a weaker man than we're used to seeing Clooney. We're yes. used to seeing Clooney play the suave, is in control, has it. This one is not that Clooney. This yeah. is Clooney doesn't know what to do. Is scared. Is alone. This was not Ocean's Eleven. It was not Ocean's Negative Five. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of like yeah. his sure sure of himself ability. Yeah. But and Gary Oldman finally got a nomination in this, which is. Awesome! I love Gary Oldman, but I did Gary not Oldman like. Gary Oldman is a fantastic character actor. Oh, he's yeah. he's a phenomenal so, actor. So good, but I still think uh, the artist. I'm not going to say. It. I'm not going to try to say his name. Gene of the Garden. Yeah, Gene of the Garden. That French guy. Uh, <laughs> I think he'll take it, hmm. just because. Uh, I'm going to take a step back in our conversation for a moment. I misspoke with Martin Scorsese. He did not win an honorary Oscar. He won an honorary Golden Globe. That. Yeah, so that I sense. actually messed that up. But and he. Uh, he did win an Oscar. I was going to say, yeah. He yeah. did get his Oscar. Yes. Um, and what was that for again? The Departed. Film? Departed. Yeah, it was that, for that was The Departed. Oh, That's After he'd movie. been nominated multiple Many times. Many times. Yeah. But um, uh, this year, the honorary Oscars are going to Dick Smith, who is a makeup artist. Okay. And uh, a little known actor, you've probably never heard of him, called James Earl Jones. Oh, yeah. That guy. Uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, he must must have done a lot of oh, back end. Oh, work. I remember. He was the voice of Yoda. Right? No, no he was the voice of <laughs> CNN. You get that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> ah, yeah. Jay's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, this will be the only podcast we ever get comments on. You don't know. Who <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna just, I can't okay. believe you don't know who Yoda is. <laughs> <laughs> he was the dude all dressed in black in Star Wars, right? <laughs> Star Trek. Oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. 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 So Yoda was the captain of the starship Death Star on Star Trek (laughs) The Next Generation. (laughs) Scott has left the room to die. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, before Star Trek The Next Strikes Back. That's right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also starring Lieutenant Riker, (laughs) who doesn't have a beard. Now we're just being dicks. Yeah, no, I. So you gone think too far. you He's think it's going to be and the Warf artist? Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Actually, I want to see Worf that? Skywalker. <laughs> That's <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> if Darth Vader had tried to cut Worf Skywalker's hand off, Darth Vader would be split in half. 
and instead of he'd have like a lightsaber battle. Instead of <laughs> yeah, instead of Worf Skywalker saying no, it'd be like today is a good day to die. <laughs> that would've been great. What were we talking about? <laughs> let's keep going. No, let's just keep going. This is this great. Is great. The the right. collision of two fabulous universes. <laughs> so Jay thinks that for leading actor. Uh, Jean Dujardin, the artist, is going to get it. Jordan, any predictions here? Uh, I'm going to go with Clooney. Yeah, you're going to yeah. go with Clooney. Clooney's probably a safe bet. I'd like Gary Oldman to win. Yeah, because yeah. he's I, yeah. great. Yeah, but he's the kind of actor who will probably never win a best. He'll get nominated again and again. He'll never win a best well, this, actor. Well, I, this I, is I don't first think nomination. I don't think I don't think with this movie that he's got it will not be this movie. No, but again, he's the kind of, and this is not meant as a criticism on him as an actor, because I think he deserves to win a Best Leading Actor statue. Mm-hmm. One day he will win a Best Supporting Actor statue. Sure. Yeah. It's because he's a great character actor, and those are the statues character actors wins. Totally. Win. So wins. so Gary Oldman's out, even though Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Oh, fuck, that's tough. Yes. Hang on, hang on, Say hang the on. ten times that fast. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Uh, still not good. Anyway, uh, not nominated for Best Picture, but he he was uh, nominated for Lead Actor. So it sounds like three for Clooney, one for the artist. I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, kind of hope Jay's right. I think that'd be really interesting. That'd be cool. Yeah. Now on to uh, directing. We have nominated for directing the artist, The Descendants, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, and The Tree of Life. So any of the best picture movies that are not on that list aren't going to win. Yeah. Okay. Just for the record. So because director and best picture generally go hand in hand. Actually, they're all on the same. They're the the directing list. Directing films are all on the best picture. List. Yes, totally. but any of the best pictures that are not on the directing list. Right. Right. You right, can right. count right. Yeah. Which yeah. sucks because, and I'll explain when we get to best picture. Um, I. Th- okay. So Scorsese directed Hugo. Mm-hmm. And he recently won for The Departed. Yeah. I don't think Hugo's going to win. I agree entirely. Okay. I Okay. I haven't seen Midnight in Paris or The Tree of Life. Midnight in Paris is the one that I enjoyed the most on the list. Who is the director on that one? Woody Allen. Yeah. Oh, really? He's not going to win either. No, he's not. <laughs> you know why? Because he's Woody Allen. Yeah. And he d- probably won't even show up to the Oscars. Is he not? He wasn't even at the Golden Globes. Yeah, but a lot of people weren't at the Golden Globes. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I yeah, wonder. I enough. wonder if he will be. Um, I I like w- old Woody Allen films. I haven't seen a lot of his new shit, though. To be honest, I really liked uh, Midnight in Paris as well. Mm-hmm. I I I don't think it'll win, but it was good. It was a good watch. It surprised me a lot. I kind of watched it. As a lot of the best picture nominees kind of watch them begrud- begrudgingly, Just thinking, like, "Oh fuck, I have to watch." I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get through this grand slam. <laughs> yeah, but, that's right. But then when I watched it, I uh, I quite enjoyed it. I quite liked it. Um, who's the actor? Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. and it is quite good. And I heard um, a few people, including uh, Kiki Planet, uh, on our Facebook page, said that it is a tragedy that Owen Wilson wasn't nominated for something. And Kiki may kill me on Twitter later, but I'm going to disagree with oh, her. Oh, she he's most good. definitely yeah. will. <laughs> she was good. He's good. He's really good, and he surprised me. I usually don't love him. I like him. He's funny. Uh, he He's one of those actors who constantly is the same character. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's, it's, yeah. uh, and it's always a, a happy surprise to see them play something different. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And that's exactly what it was. Happy surprise to see him playing something a little different. But we're not, we think, uh, no Woody Allen on uh, directing. Yeah. Midnight in Paris will not win. I think it's going to go to the artist. I think it's. I think it's going to oh, go yeah? to the artist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to agree. I don't want to agree with you. I really want to say 
Hollywood's amazing and they're going to go for Tree of Life and, and oh really, God, I hope really, not. <laughs> really, well, really support the actually original and actually different and new film, not the art. Like the artist is original, it's different, <coughs> but but not really. I mean, there's still there's still the cliches in it. There's still it's not that edgy and different. Tree of Life was edgy and different. Tree of Life was something crazy. And, and it was spe- also not good. <laughs> and had spectacular moments in it. So. All right. That's, I, but there, I agree with you. The if, artist is going to take it. Even if the narrative wasn't good, was the directing good? Can you, can you separate the two, Jordan? He's thinking. Because well, I've, I've legitimately gone to movies where I've been like, I enjoyed this movie. The directing was awful. Yeah, like it was there. The composition was bad. Like I, I not trying to sound like a movie snob or something, but I legitimately understand enough about movies that I can pick out different aspects of the filmmaking and go, "Eh, I didn't like this. So hence why I ask, can is is Tree of Life maybe not your cup of tea, but was it well directed? I. He got across what I think he was going to wanting trying to get across. So I, I I don't think he was badly directed at all. There you go. There's but, uh, there's some amazing, amazing shots in that movie. That it is a beautiful are like film. once in a lifetime shots with like sun coming through the house and there's so many wonderful shots with Brad Pitt and his kids that are like once in a lifetime that nobody's ever going to be able to recreate those the way they were created. So that's why I think it should win. It won't. There's okay. no freaking way it will. If it does, I will I will be the first to, on Twitter to scream with joy. Like, how do you scream with joy on Twitter? I think you use a hashtag. <laughs> also, all caps. All caps and hashtag. All caps and a hashtag. Yeah. Done. So the artist for Jay and I. Yes. Did you say? Um, I'm going to go with Midnight in Paris. Really? You think Woody Allen's going to take I don't think he's – I don't know. I hope he wins. That's what I'm going to say. I think that's something we need to make clear to our listeners is that – Half the time, we're telling you what we hope is going to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and half the time we're telling you what we think is actually. And I, going I do genuinely, it. I do genuinely hope that the artist does win because I thought, like, I mean, you know, we're way far gone from the silent film era that was mm-hmm. over eighty years ago, but they did some really interesting things with that film and the way that it ended. Mm. And it's a silent film, but the use of sound in it was exceptional. See, and I thought they could have done a little bit more with it. Is that right? Hey? Yes, totally. There was, there's, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. It's okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Totally spoilers Dude, for the artist. Jordan crazy. hasn't seen oh, it yet. Oh, wait. So. Jordan doesn't want to know. No. Shh. There's a scene. I won't do it. No, no I, won't, no, 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 I okay. won't ruin it. Okay. But there's a scene where they use sound, and I thought, oh, well, now the rest of the movie's going to be sound. They're, I actually thought they're totally so, totally building on it. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. It was a so, bit of a tease. Yeah, totally a tease, which I can see a uh, narrative- uh, narrative wise and directing wise why they did that little tease but at the same time I was very disappointed as to I didn't think it was edgy and enough and didn't wasn't as risk taking as it could have been for a black and white silent movie in the mm. 2000s <laughs> right so uh, interestingly enough Martin Scorsese did win the Golden Globe for Best Director for this Hugo. year is that right yes for Hugo, Hugo yeah. I, I enjoyed Hugo a lot I mean I don't think it was Oscar worthy, but I, I just, it was the last movie I watched before I came to record this show, and I really, really enjoyed the film. Well, and you talked about uh, kind of masturbatory movies. Hugo is a, yeah. so much so. It was, it was a total homage oh, to yeah. filmmaking. Yeah, so like, much. Completely. Scorsese's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Who is he? He's, he? he's one of the guys that takes the picture. He's got a camera, and he's one of the cameramen. I mm-hmm. did not even catch yeah. that. Yeah, totally. So, uh, for the record, though, I would. 
I would probably err on the side of the artist as well. Yeah. Right. Now, Midnight in Paris. I feel so alone. Midnight in Paris, you said? Right? I said Midnight in Paris. Okay. Okay. That's a far-flung... Uh... So the Unknown Studios prediction, excluding Jordan, is the <laughs> artist for directing. Now, the last category we're going to talk about on this episode, and that's Best Picture. We have the artist, the descendants, extremely loud and incredibly close, the help, Hugo, <laughs> Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and War Horse, which we haven't talked about. Because I think mm. Jay's the only one who's seen it. Uh, and I fell asleep halfway through. Is that right? It's the only movie in years, literally 10, maybe 20 years of my <laughs> entire my, existence. Uh, my life, yeah, that I've fallen asleep in. Now, I want you to be honest. Do you recommend War Horse? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. I, I mean, if you're a big fan of like like Black Beauty or you have an affinity for horses, maybe you'd, I'm sure you'd like it. But I just kept going like, maybe if the horse would talk, I'd be more interested. <laughs> like, I, and I, I was, I, I admit I haven't seen it, but I was told by a friend who had seen it that it was kind of like Saving Private Ryan the horse. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, heard Forrest, too much credit, I heard Forrest. I heard Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yes, that's a good. That's Forrest Gump. Yes. <laughs> well, Forrest Gump is a good comparison, but Forrest Gump had a personality and had lines and had so. only two legs. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> two legs good, four legs bad. Oh, I've got that backward. So, based four on, legs good, two legs bad. Ba- <laughs> <laughs> it was Animal Farm. Based on that, uh, Jay, you thinking War Horse isn't the one to Def- win Best Picture? No, definitely. Not. Is it on the Best Director list? It is not. There we go. So there you go. That answers that question. Um, also, not on the best director list, but I think probably out of all these films, my favorite for a number of reasons is Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. That movie was exceptionally good mm-hmm. um, for reasons other than like you're really invested in the characters and you want the young kid to sort out his relationship with his dad. But it was also, it used the backdrop of the September 11th attacks so well and so tastefully. Mm-hmm. It was, it was in a lot of ways, kind of flawless. Uh, flawless yeah, is that not might a be word. Pushing yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Maybe pushing it, but I quite enjoyed it as well. It was one of the, another one of those movies that I was like, eh, I guess I'll watch this. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched it, I really quite enjoyed it. Uh, my wife did as well, which is uh, harder than you think. Really? She's yeah. she's quite the well, critic. Well, especially for the slower, because it was a little bit of a it was slow very film. slow paced. Uh, but there was some really good moments uh, with, uh, there's a grandfather character in it. Played by Max von Sydow. Who could take away be- best supporting. Very, yeah. Very possibly. He might, yeah. that's the, I But I think Christopher Plummer will. Just, yeah. just putting that in there. Good um, Canadian boy, that Christopher Plummer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was very good. And like I agree with you, the 9-11 uh, spot was was well placed it was it was it didn't they didn't just focus in on that like that was the story i mean if you watch the commercials you wouldn't even know yeah that that was in the movie yeah uh but yeah the kid was a really good i thought sandra bullock i don't really like sandra bullock to start so i didn't think she was amazing in it she, she was good she, she played her role quite well i felt like she, the payoff that she was there like the the piece of the plot that she needed to move along yes she was effective she did and and the you're right the payoff was very well for her and i quite Really quite liked the payoff because I didn't see it coming. And anytime a movie can do that, uh, it's bonus points for me. But so. it's it's not – it was not nominated for directing. So it's probably not going to It will win. not win. Yeah. I w- I w- if it won, I would be very happy. Yeah, but it won't. It won't. No, it won't. So what will? Not Moneyball, 
we're thinking. Hugo. You think Hugo's going to win? <laughs> That's my pick. You think Scorsese but I haven't is going to win another one? I haven't seen The Artist. Okay. That's <laughs> the only, and, or Descendants. And yet right. he doesn't think that Scorsese will win Best Director. Will this be one of the rare years where they split? Them? I I'm, I just said uh, I just said uh, ones you want to win in, 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 in Paris because I really enjoy that movie. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I I hope it wins something, but I'm I'm pr- fairly positive that it won't. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think the artist is a safe bet. I think so too. I I think I, I'm I'm with Jordan in this in this. I think I'm with everyone in this camp. A movie about Hollywood. Is yeah. irresistible to Hollywood. They're going yeah. to reward it. They like to pat themselves on the back. Totally. And fundamentally, that's what the Oscars are all about. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. so a movie about making movies is, I'm not going to say a shoe-in. It's a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to agree just because I want to be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want it to win. Just like, just like directing, I'd, I'd like uh, Tree of Life to pull it off, but... But I think can't believe you liked it that. <laughs> I love I how still mad can't. you are. About this. <laughs> that would be his standing on his feet, screaming at the TV moment. Yeah. No, Hillary, yeah. <laughs> this happened. If I, Jay will be taking a video of me standing and screaming at the screen, oh, and, and then Hillary Swank will come out to accept it <laughs> on of somebody, and it'll just make it worse. And then the world's gonna end. Yeah, but the artist will take it. So you think it's the artist? You yeah. think Hugo? Yes. Which is a good bet. I say too. the artist. Yeah. I th- I think the artist is gonna win it. It'd be interesting to see uh, Hugo take it, though. I think it would be really interesting to because mm-hmm. then you'd have uh, what's his name? I we just <coughs> said it five seconds ago. Director Scorsese. Scorsese. Yeah, he would have two. Yeah, and he'd been shafted for so long and not getting any with so many great movies. If that happens, his acceptance speech is just going to be him taking his trousers down and whipping at his dick, <laughs> 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 which would be awesome. It'd be better than Adrian Brody's. It would be just <laughs> great. That's right. Yeah. So there you go. That's that is what the Academy Awards are going to look like for those of you who are listening. Uh, so or at least the last forty-five minutes or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hour. right. The rest of the Academy Awards when is a, it's a crapshoot starring uh, Billy Crystal. Is <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that brings us to a particular point in the show that we all know and love, especially you. But today it's all about you, Scotty. The Fast Fifteen. I'm reading the Fast 15 today. Yeah. Because I can. Because this is also my podcast. Damn right it is. <laughs> and I'm allowed to do whatever I want. Uh, so we're actually, uh, we're normally when we have two guests, we tend to split it up. We do a, fa- uh, an, a, a slightly different Fast 16 so that there's an even number of questions. But the fact is we've already done the Fast 15 with Jay. That's correct. That's true. We've never done it with Jordan. And, and you guys got me in trouble with my wife, too. Why? How did we do that? Do you remember? Uh, what qu- it was something about what universe you wanted to live in or something, and I said, uh, why the last man? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't, wasn't really appreciated. <laughs> Didn't take that well. Yeah. She... She's forgotten. I'm, but now that I've brought it back up, and she'll listen again. She'll but your your back. reasoning was pet monkey. It was it was yeah, totally. the whole it was, way. It was the monkey and 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 yeah, just it had nothing. To oh, do. and the angst. Yeah, yeah. He really looks forward to those angst and being <laughs> named after a Shakespearean character. And and the uh, hand jobs, probably <laughs> from the monkey. From the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, I. I couldn't help but take that. But anyway. Uh, so we're going to do the Fast 15 with Jordan now. So uh, you've, you're familiar with our podcast. You know what this is about. I do. So uh, we'll just dive right in. Question number one, favorite food? 
Uh, pizza. Favorite color? Blue. Mac, PC, or Linux? PC. Heathen! <laughs> Dogs or cats? Dogs. Yeah. Uh, favorite holiday? Christmas. I missed one there. Coffee or tea? Tea. Favorite sport? Hockey. Favorite pastime? Uh, video games. Not nice. movies, you son of a bitch. Hey, yeah, what the? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Hey, I, 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 there's like six things I could say at the same time. Movies is more than just a pastime now. It's life. Totally. That's true. It's a career. Yeah. It's, yeah. career. it's Jordan's new career. Uh, favorite music right now? Just what you're listening to that uh, you really enjoy. The Sheepdogs. Okay. That is, that is acceptable. <laughs> this one might be a little more difficult. Oh, yeah. Favorite movie right now? I'm interested in this one. Oh God! Um, can I tree can of I life? Guess it's tree of life. You can guess. Tree he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna yeah. blow yeah. Okay. You guys are definitely the tree of life. Actually, oh, I was gonna guess Drive. It's gonna be my guess. I do really like that movie. We'll go with Drive. Nice. All right, there you go. Favorite video game? Halo Two. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Having watched Chronicle, telekin- telekinetic powers. Ooh. Oh, you know, some people might have picked that after Heroes, too. Yeah. Because Silar had, uh, had the telekinesis. He, he had the everything, though. You mean Spock? Yeah. Spock, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see Chronicle, and my some of my regular movie-going friends were like, eh, so I haven't ended up oh, seeing it. Very enjoyable movie. I was yeah. see, and that's what I'd heard, and I, yeah. I still want to go see it. So. It's great, especially if you like superheroes or any like. See, and I'm told see it's it. very much a superhero slash supervillain origin story. Totally, mm-hmm. <gasps> and uh, that the third act of the movie is just a spectacular throwdown that many of the blockbuster superhero movies could only wish to totally. copy. Yeah, absolutely. There's completely. so much head nodding going around. I'm it's, disappointed yeah. I haven't seen it. You yeah, should yeah, go I, see I it. I want to go see it. You should well. go we'll, see we'll it together. See it. And yeah, we'll go yeah, see we it. should, yeah. Right after this podcast. Okay, yeah, do Okay, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Yay! Nice. Fair enough. Yeah. And then we get into our wild card questions, two questions tailored more to you in the conversation today. What film convention or cliche or trope do you think should just die already? Oh. It's, it's like he's ashamed to say it. <laughs> you, you've got one, though, don't you? I thought you were going to go, Tree of uh, Life. <laughs> no, I was going to say silent film. <laughs> <laughs> That's much better. Well played. Much better. All right, and how can Hollywood make the Oscars more appealing to young people since James Fraco... Uh, totally shit the bed. Ship free drugs to take while watching the show. <laughs> but I, I would I would expect that most of the audience, certainly in the crowd, is already really <laughs> fucked. <up. laughs> like it's fair enough. And, uh, you're, and you're not supposed this to mix the Golden Globes. They're not drunk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to mix uh, um, narcotics with antidepressants and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, which I bad, which yeah. I suspect many of those people are using. I didn't tell you guys that's part of the tradition. I watch it every year, but on LSD. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, like, on Dayquil or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you more. see that rainbow tree that was hosting the Academy Awards? <laughs> it was great, man. It was weird when he peed on everybody. Sorry, I was really distracted by the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Hillary Swain. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Oh, 
man. All right, that's the Fast 15. <laughs> and, and that is really the show, and it's always such a pleasure to have you guys uh, hang out with us. So it was, thank it's you. It's been a blast. Yeah, thanks for having us on. And where, where can people find you guys online? Uh, go ahead, man. Well, you can find uh, you can find me at, at Mobius113 on Twitter, nice. and you can also find our show on Facebook, uh, www.facebook.com slash J&J Podcast. Yeah, J-A-Y-N-J. J-A-Y-N-J. Uh, I'm on Twitter at J-Runham, J-Y-R-U-N-H-A-M. Yeah. Uh, also, you can find my blog, J-Run.ca slash blog. And and just to make it easier on everyone, we will have these links on the uh, show post on our cool. website. Uh, so. and, and both of us are just about weekly now mm-hmm. uh, on J-N-J.ca. Yeah, you guys, doing, you're doing, doing you're doing full length shows, and you're also doing um, what you call sliders. Yes, yes. And yeah. so the sliders are how long? We, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, we shoot for ten. Yeah, we shoot for about ten minutes. Just our quick thoughts on a movie that we saw that past weekend, or yeah, cool. Just yeah, just quick, easy. We we recently did Chronicle. If you guys yeah. want to listen well, to see and, what uh, thought. Ultimately, they just do more work than us. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Eh, it's easy. We all, we also <laughs> <see> easy <laughs> to do more work than us specifically. <laughs> we we're also starting to do a little bit more with a uh, with the blog as well, trying to do a couple articles here and there too. So cool. Right every, on. Every about just about every Monday at, at around noon, we have something going on on that website. So mm-hmm. so check yeah. it on Mondays. Yeah. Mondays and just forget noon. about it for the rest of the week. Yes, I, exactly. Then go to the unknown studio for the rest of the week. It's it's nice to have uh, a sort of a cohort of podcasters. We should turn this into something that we do. Maybe we uh, maybe we do like a pod camp thing where we teach oh, people yeah. how to podcast or that something. That would competition. I don't know. So <laughs> what, man? Uh, it'll only make us better. But in any case, I f- uh, there's a, there's something going on here that I think we need to. Take yeah. advantage of, and it's not just because Scott took his pants off about a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it certainly doesn't hurt. No. no anyway, no. thank you for being on the show, guys. Thanks yes, for thanks. Having for having us. You've been listening to the Unknown Studio, episode sixty-four. Our guests, Jay Runham and Jordan Blackburn. Pre-production by Adam Rosenhart. Post-production by Scott C. Bourgeois. The Unknown Studio is a proud member of the League of Extraordinary Media. You can visit us on the web at theunknownstudio.ca. Thanks for listening. I will. I'll be the first one to say Windows instead of Mac in a long time. Or since really? I've started listening, it's all been Mac. Yeah, most people. Uh, most people say Mac, eh? Yeah, they're they're too silly. No one has ever answered Linux, Linux. Yeah, or bad. Unix. I suppose someone could conceivably say that, Unix. That yeah. doesn't. When we had Mac Mail on the show, my hope was that MS, that is how he would answer. MS DOS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a robot. I use a Commodore sixty four. <laughs> It takes a while to connect to the internet, but... uh, (laughs) Computer? What computer? It's all in his brain.
play all my games on an Intellivision? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just took awesome. I just took a wire directly into my head and surfed the net. <laughs>